0: Welcome back, everyone, to the fifth episode of the Cords Taxidermy Podcast. This is Ethan Grother, the owner and operator. And on the other side of the line today, I'm sitting across from me here with the microphone at the ready. and He's so excited. Is probably one of the people that are actually responsible for me staying in business the first few years of trying this out. But uh, the one and only Mr. Drew Smith. Thanks for having me, Ethan.
1: Yep, yep. He's real excited. I am excited to be he here. He is, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, this, he's a great taxidermist. And I'm uh, fortunate to have him in a little town like this because taxidermy is getting tough to find a taxidermist that is, uh, you know, is in your price range. It's not, you know, it's quality work, so you know, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Awesome. Thanks, man.
0: Well, that's that pretty well wraps up the podcast. Yeah. Know. Okay.
1: Already plugged your business. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're done. We've got it done. That's right at yeah, 58 totally, seconds. Totally. So yeah. yeah, it's a, uh, you know, I've hunted, you know, my whole entire life. I I moved out here to Missouri. Um, I moved out here in the 90s, and but you know, I was in my early 20s, and it it wasn't for me at that time because Northern California was kind of a, you know, a great area for hunting and fishing. You know, it, it was uh, still a free land, but I always said if I, you know, semi-retire or whatever, California gets really bad, I'm going to move back to Missouri because, you know, I love it here. Um, you know, abundant game, uh, lots of places to hunt, and, uh, it, it, and getting older, um, it's more my style. Yeah, you're so yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel old, though. You well, know, you've the, done a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I have. I've, I've led. I've led a really, really interesting life, especially in the hunting world. But um, yeah, so uh, Ethan mounted a bobcat for me, and being it, it at my age, um, I you know I ran hounds for years, probably since I was. I, don't know, I started hound hunting when I was probably seventeen, and uh, never looked back. It's 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 addicting. Um, if you know you get into the sport. And basically, we would bobcat hunt in the spring after bear season, and we treat a lot of bobcats, but I was never the shooter, and I always wanted to kill a bobcat. So, it just, it was my hard luck animal, you know, one of those animals that you want to kill really bad, you see a lot, I had opportunities, but it just never worked out. So, you know, I moved to southwest Missouri, <laughs> and I'm getting, making dinner. And I'm looking out my back patio, and I thought it was a coyote that went across between my patio and my back shop, which we're talking thirty yards. Yeah, yeah. And, and my wife has uh, miniature wiener dogs, and they were just out, so I don't know if that has something to do with this story, but possibly. So I always keep a, a 22 Magnum like right by the back door. Just there's a lot of coyotes that come through there or whatever, so
0: yes uh, yeah drew uh drew's not one of those guys it's for yeah
1: China's. no no, no. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so but it was it was interesting because I, I i didn't know that missouri is a great state for bobcats. like it's yeah. like it's number five in the nation didn't really know i didn't know yeah I, I looked at it up, well google does sometimes. man
0: started. did research for the podcast yeah
1: I, no actually not i kind of just fell into that cause i'm like what because well actually it was a conservation um post when i when i read through like the regs and all that oh, was yeah. that that missouri a great state because it's it's uh it's like unlimited you can keep buying tags or keep tagging them or whatever. yeah yeah you just have, to have it's your, not like uh, you know california you were allowed to yeah and it was like a i think it was a 30 tag per really per cap yeah when I, when I left and you can't even hunt them now yeah. so which is kind of sad which is why you moved here yeah oh 100 yeah. yeah. percent yeah totally so anyways, I, so, I, so I grabbed it, and I thought it was a coyote, so I went out, and I figured they book it. Like, they go through there, and they don't stop. So I thought, well, that kind of, because I had one coming in really close, getting too close to the house with the little dogs and, and whatnot. So I went back in, and I, I just rummaged around the house and looked back out, and it was back out there. I'm all, oh, that's a bobcat. You know, here's my golden opportunity. Yeah. Because I've had terrible luck. I've missed two, which I normally don't miss. I mean, not to you know, toot my own horn, but I'm pretty shocked.
0: The only two times he ever missed is in his entire <laughs> yeah. life. No, I,
1: I, well, on bobcats, yeah, because yeah, I never yeah. killed one, so that's that's legit. So, um, so I he it, I go, that's a bobcat. So I'm, now I'm really focused because it's a bobcat. So I, I I I grab the rifle, I go out, and it it went back in kind of the tree line. So I walk up, and this is like. Missouri-style hunting. I have an old camper shell that's in my yard. So I leaned over that because it blocked my view of everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I start mouth calling, you know, because I didn't have a call or whatever. I call, the call a little bit, a little bit. And I figured, you know, that's, that's, that's my chance. It's pretty much done, like it's, it's gone. And then I look about 40 yards past where it went in, it just came back out. So I shot and missed oh what i do remember that part yeah. yeah oh what a shocker <laughs> so i missed it the first shot and then thought you know oh that was it and it didn't go anywhere i don't know if it didn't know where the shot came from so it started sneaking back down the the tree line so i followed it and i thought you know i'm getting too close this is not going to happen And it went back in the tree line and then it, it just happened to come back out at 20 yards mm. so i made i finally Made a great shot. On yep, it. you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so it went back into the woods. So I kind of it was it was starting to get dark. So I just said I'll go back in the house and give it a second. And then I came back out and took one of the little wiener dogs with me. And, and he found it. Found it right. Really? Right there. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a you know he's just a little wiener dog.
0: uh dude. Just so you guys know, Drew has business cards. He's been passing out. He now has a specialized yes, business 100%. wiener dogs who will track bobcats.
1: Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, so, okay, anyway. As long as they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> the, these wiener dogs weigh like nine pounds. They're like, not a oh, hardy breed. That's We're not going to lie. No, actually the ones counterfeit wiener dogs. I bought him as a wiener dog, and it turns out he's probably a quarter uh, fox terrier, which oh. I love. I had fox terriers growing up. <laughs> I hate when dogs. that happens. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like he has a wiener dog body, but his head is like way too big for his body. Oh, man. But, but he doesn't have the the bad back or whatever, and he's actually would be a really good deer dog. Um, but I I don't mess with it in on my property because I don't want him taken off. Your All next property. business, yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> keep going. Yeah, that's what. You know, it's funny because dogs. You know, my uh, brother had one of the best uh, fox terriers. Like we hunted everything. I think I have a, a picture of him with a bear tree up a little tiny oak tree. The bear's maybe maybe six feet off the ground, and there's oh my a bunch goodness. bunch of plot hounds around it, and he's sitting there showing his teeth. You know, this little terrier, like he's an animal, you know. But people would look my brother up, like, hey, you know, we crippled the buck, we can't find him. And he he, would take this little terrier and they're like, that's what you're using? And then, you know, he'd find the deer and they're like, wow, maybe I'll get a terrier. And they fit in your front seat. Yeah. yeah, There's a little, little bitty dog. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of my Bobcat story. Yeah. All those years. Finally, all those years. years, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, we called one in. It was less than 20 yards, and my excuse is I was shooting my buddy's uh, rifle. wasn't mine the way this all unfolded. Basically, this, this was back in California, but it crossed the road. We were varmint calling that night, and it crossed the road, so we stopped and, and waited probably half hour and then started calling. And then, you know, running the spotlight a little bit low back and forth, and there it was in the road, like, just like that. And I, I grabbed his gun and I missed it. So that's my excuse. I think I just got excited. Yeah, my, yeah. I, I did. I, can't, I did. I did. Oh, I have. It's that. It's that. Everyone, I think, has that animal that you, you want so bad that you screw it up yes. when it, when it all unfolds. You have
0: and to. It, yeah, that's a. I'll. I'll uh, I don't want to interject. This podcast is about Drew, but uh, no, uh, please. Do. Drew was talking about the bobcats and uh, people who know me know my my story. So I hunted um, since I was 14 years old. I'm 33 now. So it wasn't until I was thirty, I never even saw. I saw a few bobcats, really, uh, while hunting, right? But always when it was before it was season, yeah, uh, bow season or whatever, right? You know, so you just didn't. You know, it's like, well, I can't, because that's a common thing. A lot of people get in trouble because they think, you know, I've known of a lot of people that got in trouble for shooting a bobcat during archery season because they didn't realize, hey, I can't. You're not supposed to shoot that, yeah, um, until November fifteenth. You know, yeah, um, but. Uh, so it was always like, man, I can't do it. And in 2020, it was just just it was just so insane. I was, that was your year, buddy. Yeah. So in 2020, I was on a managed hunt uh, like a week and a half after gun season with a muzzleter, And I saw this bobcat. look looked like a lynx. I mean, just spurred out beautiful. Same thing you are saying. I got so nervous. I thought it was going to run. It was just looking at me, just sitting there in this cut line. They're really
1: patient, which is what most predators book it, you know, as soon as you, which is funny. Yeah. You say that because I was shocked. Too. I'm like you, you. were they kind of you, you came like, back, whatever, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I shot, missed it. I could even actually,
0: I actually saw the bullet glance off the the ground next to him. You know the really? way, the crater it made, and I was like, oh Bob my he ran off. So I was like, man, that'll be. I won't even get another chance for never. No. You know, yeah. And so, and then of all things, then uh muzzleloader season, actual muzzleloader season. So that was a muslitter managed hunt, but then muzzleloader season hit, and this is 2020. So this is when we have no bullets yeah no uh, that's a rough year i had literally that's a rough four, year for uh, yeah. four uh four at the time i was shooting power belts which i don't anymore for reasons i could talk about another time but right i had four four power belts left and enough powder to take three shots for the to start deer season that's all I Th- had. that's not good odds but yeah and that was no, borrowing from good. friends which i don't at that point i didn't have a buck tag so i was just trying to kill a doe or two at yeah. that point in the season well meet so the i wasn't freezer. too worried so i was hunting down at cedar county and and i'm sitting there and this bobcat just pops out. I mean, the last thing I expected. I was actually just sitting on the ground that night. I shoot this thing. You have your muzzle. Yeah, and it was like 108 it's yards, like 50 caliber. Yeah, <laughs> it's like 50, or, and uh, it drops, and the tail's wagging, going crazy. So I thought, you know, it's just nerves. You know, I got it right. So I start to reload, and I thought, well, I still got two shell or two loads left, right? You know? And uh, so I get everything, and I get everything reloaded, and he gets up. And starts dragging away. So Have I you go hit running him with a muzzle loader? And I've and I've been waiting you my shot whole life. Rocky. Yeah. 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 I've been waiting my whole life to kill a bobcat, like you're saying. I was like, In Oh, your this seems are fading away Yeah. <laughs> this is not getting away. Yeah. So I run up and it was like fifty yards. He stops. So I could see he'd run right. back inside the tree line. I shoot and he goes down again. And and then he
1: So he's hit twice with a loader He's hit twice with a muzzle. Oh, loader. Good Lord.
0: And I'm like, what is going on here? And he gets up again. I kind of—I don't know if I should be telling this whole story, but it gets—I I don't the truth. I brother. think I told you this story. I don't remember. No, but, I, I haven't heard this. one. Yeah.
1: Okay. So he he gets not, up again. Not much of a cape left on it. With yeah. Two, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh. So I I reload. So I got to thinking. So anyway, I now you got one load left, right? I've got one. Well, I've got two pellets left because I use just a hundred yeah, 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 charge. Yeah. With the two pirate x If if I was gonna be real particular, uh, yeah, I would use use loose powder, but I had decent accuracy yeah yeah and Made so um so i walk up as i'm walking i see him go down in this creek and i thought well he's done for anyway so i'm like i'm just gonna load one i had so i had four bullets and enough powder for three so i thought i'm just gonna use a 50 grain charge because now i can get right You're up close yeah it. yeah so i loaded 50 grains and i get up on the creek he's laying there and he looked pretty big and i could see the the, the one hole and i'm like i go up to get him and he gets up and and not really a, a hiss on, on that occasion, but made some kind of noise and took off and stands there. So I shoot again from, like, 20 yards away. And he goes down. And I thought, well, that was insane. You know, like you're saying, I'm like, oh, this, this is, this is, this is not all going bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I go, I waited, you know, at this point. I can't remember how that works. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I, I probably re- told that wrong because that was it. That was all I had. I had no more bullets he's still alive no i had no more primers
1: there's oh, the third part yeah, the of the of primers because i got, yeah. I oh, got no. so excited
0: i dropped the extra primer <laughs> i had hey i can't
1: i can't give you a hard time because i would have done that too and it's like over a bobcat yeah i've never killed one it's like, which now
0: yeah. it's funny to, I'll, I'll talk about it in a minute but now i i wouldn't have gone to that extreme but i was going at a no, bobcat it, my whole it, life
1: it's yeah it's like the for me too i don't know like say everyone has that animal yeah you know <laughs> You know and they, i have i've never killed an elk i'm not much i don't really care to but I would you know, someday it wouldn't bother me to yeah but you know that's not like oh you know i gotta that's kill an elk thing, yeah. or i'd love to kill an antelope but i just haven't gone yet it's whatever yeah but the bobcat was one of the ones i'm like oh i because you know we we hound hunted we bear hunted for forever and you know that whole, it's part of a houndsman you know you got to get yeah. your raccoon you got to get your bobcat your bear yeah so unfortunately you couldn't hunt lions in uh, california there's there's an abundance of them but it's it's highly illegal and now people get killed by them and yeah they, no they there's a why. lot they can't so, figure that out yeah i and it and it's it's frustrating because the the which it's conservation out here but it's uh game and fish department and i was really close friends with a one of the biologists great guy but the whole system is broken because you should listen to the hunters. We're not the bad guys, you know? And it's yeah. like, when I first started hunting, oh, we're talking late eighties, you might see one or two cat tracks, because the deer there migrate out of the Sierra Nevadas. And California is not all surf country. It's not always, you know, that Sierra Nevadas yeah, yeah. are no joke. Like that we're up towards Mount Lassen and Mount Shasta. And Mount Shasta is the second highest peak in the continental United States. So People don't realize that California has mountains that big. They think of Colorado and, and whatever, but it's it's huge country. But you'd see one or two cats a year coming down. The last year I hunted with my brother, um, I gotta say it was 2009, I think. Okay. 2010. We checked all these little holes for bear tracks in August before the season started, kind of figure out, you know, if there's bears in that area or, or are they up higher, or are they down low? Because they come down with the feed too um and we literally there was a cat track in almost every hole that Man. we checked. it, it was yeah. it, it's like they've done a terrible job yeah and they're tough oh
0: so uh anyway what's crazy is that story is not over i i, oh, yeah, I cut I didn't, you off I didn't, no you didn't cut me so off just a fair warning no. for
1: everyone listening that when me and ethan get together i'll i'll be oh, like yeah. oh honey i'm gonna go down and pick up this deer mount and she'll be calling me where are you she's like because me and ethan Tuesday. just keep talking yeah. It's good stories.
0: I mean, But uh, hey, you be I just thought, for some reason, I thought I told you that story. So anyway, no, I'm out of no. bullets. It's now, it's like late. And uh, those that know me, Keith Skopek especially, Joe Mayfield, they both know that I'm notorious for, I'm pretty warm natured. I've got some insulation, you know. And a little so bit. i don't I'm, just saying, uh, I'm not poking fun yeah, at Yeah, yeah. But I've never dressed prepared. I always think, you know, a lot of times my hunts are two or three hours late in the year. So I just <laughs> go, I'll, I'll suck it up. I'll be I'll, fine. I'll be fine. So it was it uh, there had been a snow um it was you know this was after christmas you know it's muzzleloader yeah. alternative season and so in uh tw- that was 2020 2020 that was a cold winter yeah that so i'm no sitting joke. there and i'm wearing a light i think i was wearing a light jacket so now the gun is completely useless the bobcat's laying there and i go to get him and he could st- beat it to death with the stock yeah. i guess well oh hold on <laughs> so i go to get i go to get him and he's still breathing And he's breathing and i'm looking i could see now i could see two holes and i'm like what on earth and he starts are tough though they are extremely yeah yeah so i grab a big rock and this is again i don't know if i should tell this story online i grab a (laughs) huge rock and i bring it up over my head like ancient time style right and i'm like i'm you know at this point i've shot this thing so many times right anyway i go to get on i was going to hit him in the head and when i come down he caught the movement and took off and the rock landed where me? he was so he runs over like 15 yards away and then he's like he's breathing and he lays down again so i just sit down i literally sat in place right where i was because i am so desperate i don't want to just let bob- him
1: let him bleed out. i want this bobcat you
0: know and so i sit there and uh so you're better with a bow than a rock
1: yeah <laughs> okay i'm just <laughs> well, clarifying that
0: sometimes right so i'm <clears> sitting <throat> there and uh I ended up deciding I'll just wait all night if I have to. And of all things, so now at this point, now you're it's, cold. <laughs> it's like 20 minutes to dark at this point. And of all things, a coyote was blood trailing, caught, caught trail of this this. Oh, coyote. really? Comes following down the rail. I watched him, and I'm trying. Well, like, you can't win that night. <laughs> and the coyote, yeah. So the yeah. coyote comes up to 20 yards, looks at me, and like the one time that I would want to, you know, they're so skittish coyotes at yeah. the time. I'm literally waving my hands. Because the bobcat's right here. I don't want to cause a disturbance. Yeah, you don't want to scare the bobcat and then get bit by a coyote. And I don't want my bobcat getting eaten. Right. So I'm going, hey, go. And he's just, it's acting like it's a lab.
1: Like, doing the dodge thing. Like, I'm throwing. You don't want it because they get really hungry and they don't care. Yeah. Like, it's got to be. And they're that close and they smell that blood. It, It had to be something. That. It was yeah,
0: right. So I grab a stick. I had or he to, thought you were bleeding. It might he, have. Yeah. He waiting for He's you like, to waiting for you to die, and then I was like, "Hey, I got a meal." He's here. like, "Guys, we got a lot of reserve for the <laughs> right. right now. No. We're gonna make the winner. <laughs> we're gonna make it, kids." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so anyway, sorry, that was yeah. a cheap shot. Drew and Drew and I are weird, anyway. Yeah. So I grab a stick and I throw it at him and he finally runs off. But I'm like, "This is insane." The coyote, so, was, the coyote, okay. yeah. So I. I sit there at this point, uh, Pastor Lyle, I'm texting him, and I'm telling him what happened, and, and it's getting dark. And I can still hear. It was so dead quiet at this point. If you yeah. shifted in the leaves, the cat would start up and start to move. Wow. And I'm like, I can't move. So I'm sitting there as quiet as I can. It's getting dark. Now I'm getting cold. But I'm like, I don't care how long it takes. I'm going to sit here all night. So I set up. I always set. This has happened a few times in my life, so I've learned to set time limits for how yeah. long I'm willing yeah. to take this, you know. So i'm sitting there in the dark and uh a whole pack of coyotes come in within it had to be within 80 yards you know i know they sound super loud
1: they start no howling. you know like i i've been yeah, in the woods yeah. A long they were time howling right know. next to me and the whole time and I'm when I'm they like, get within that it's it's deafening like you know yeah, yeah. they like were the, right it is in there super loud like yeah
0: he probably brought all his buddies or something i don't right. know right but so i'm like well he thought you were bleeding like yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so they're like we're not letting so get away. We got this guy he's not
1: moving <laughs> he shot my cousin last week you know? yeah <laughs> yeah i actually did shoot one earlier yeah that. i'm saying that's yeah. they knew
0: it yeah <laughs> so uh anyway so i sat there and they i thought I, the bobcat would move they and they alan i thought oh what a nightmare and i'm getting cold and so uh pastor lyle was like I'll, I'll drive to stockton i'll bring you a gun and i'm like you can't there can be zero movement if i move i will lose didn't this bobcat. take off yeah and so I set, so I set till I want to say at that point in the year, it gets dark at like 5.30.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I yeah.
0: set till nine o'clock. Jeez. And finally, That's even after I, after I last heard him breathe, I waited 30 minutes. I told myself I'm going to wait. So I get up, I grab a rock. And I'm sorry, this story's taking longer than your story. You're the interviewee. So we'll get, we'll get no, back to you. No, this is how
1: we roll. I mean, we start talking and this my goal.
0: Yeah, long. but this is. So crazy. now you're going to
1: try the rock again.
0: I grabbed the rock. Nice. I did. So I get, and I thought, surely he's dead. He was, his stomach was still moving. He was breathing shallow. So I grabbed the rock, and I'm trying to hold my, because it was a big rock. I wanted to, so I I throw it down, and he startled up again. And I caught him. I glanced his head with the rock. So it came down on him, but this time he hissed, and he came after me. And so he, he did a swipe. He didn't get me, but he, he, he had, just like he had
1: enough juice to come after you. Just yeah, like a house cat, cat you know, would be ticked tough. off. Yeah, they're, they're so I grab
0: the first thing. I went into, like, autopilot anger, and I grab a dead. It ended up just being this big dead limb that was mostly hollow. <laughs> and I whack him over the top of the head with it, and he takes off. And at that point, I go, Here I'm Here we out. go again. It's the SpongeBob meme. I'm like, <laughs> right, I'm a head out. Yeah. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. I don't care anymore. So I just took off. Like, I left. And it was, this was a Saturday night. I had church. Um. Yeah. So I uh I I just leave. I'm like, Well, it's over. I'm like, yeah. I, I just there's nothing else my I can Bobcat do. I didn't even try to find my gun. Way. I just left. I was so just frustrated with the whole ordeal. So I came back first thing the next morning and with all the bo- oh, the coyotes going off, I thought he's gonna He's be, gonna be yeah. Yeah, he's done for it. I get over there, he went he literally died right over the hill. He was sitting there Stone dead. <laughs> he just and I you know Well found, not really stone dead. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. And, Stone uh, glanced.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I've never been so proud in my life. I mean, he weighed—he actually weighed 28 pounds. Wow, he that's was a, a huge dandy. That's a big cat. Uh, yeah. And so—and it was my first opportunity to mount a bobcat and then go through the whole tagging procedures and
1: that we haven't been sewing up rather large
0: holes from the Yeah. Loader. Well, and that so the, here's what's crazy <clears> the story. So here's where I did mess up. The 108-yard shot, all it did was glance its back. It didn't even penetrate skin. It oh, must really? have Just been a shock wave. Right. So it, it skiffed hair. So the shockwave, I think,
1: knocked temporarily it, knocked, like, down.
0: knocked the wind yeah. out or paralyzed him or just scared right. him. So, but the two shot, other two shots were both in the lungs. Wow. I have no explanation. If you, you'd have to see it yourself to believe this story, really. But I still don't, I can't explain it to this day. His tenacity to live, his desire. So. You know, animals are
1: incredible because I've seen that, you know, you shoot that little forged horn and, yes. and um, you can't kill like he just won't quit and it's like it's probably like some people do like there's just no quitting there yeah yeah and it's what like this isn't my time
0: yeah, yeah. so I, I i mounted cats are tough though
1: like they're one of the you know tougher animals
0: they are yeah they could
1: soak it up and they're one of the tougher
0: animals to mount i mean that's what yeah. Drew and i talk all the time i'm still you know and i talk full, the
1: full mounts are tough this. there's there's a lot more you know shoulder mount is tough enough you know, yeah but a full body mount is um, i mean there's a lot of attention to detail And every animal's different, too. I mean, you can't, you know, people think, well, I'm going to be a taxidermist, so I'm going to go buy this foam mold and take that hide and put it on there. But that's the measurements and, and, you know, the the molds are, the molds. I mean, every animal's different. So there's a lot of cutting and tweaking and, and. uh especially life size there is no oh, life size is tough
0: shoulders i mean there's still sometimes there's weird Should- deer yeah there's weird deer that have shoulders that don't fit or they're over big on this part but not on this other part
1: nose but is too generally long not can, long enough yeah you yeah.
0: you stick with a couple form companies you know and generally you have your own measuring system you know this deer's gonna fit this you,
1: you know you got a happy medium to keep. yeah but body mounts are, are different the first yeah. one i did um was a, a black bear and you know, I got extremely lucky because the, the uh, we measured it. Of course, I had a guy that's a complete expert helping me. But we measured it, and it just fit perfect. Yeah. And we got I got so lucky. But even though I got lucky, it was difficult because we still had to make a lot of adjustments. Yeah. And then, you know, he mounted another bear that I, I was speaking with you earlier about, and we had to cut that thing at 20. And it still yeah. was, it took us all day to get the form right yeah because it was a grizzly bear that was small and you're trying to use a certain grizzly bear mount and they didn't make one that was kind of that small i yeah. mean certain features like the neck and head fit fine but the the legs were too long yeah so we cut those and then it made the body too round so we cut the body like all the way down and thinned it out yeah it was it was an all-day deal so so thank your tax numbers, they don't just throw a hide on a yeah, on a piece it's, of foam and go. There you go. I want a thousand dollars. There's a lot. There's a lot more to it than. Yeah. Yet than alone that. the uh, yeah. I, people
0: don't realize the vast majority, which you know, a lot of taxidermists uh, and some animals you would you like when I do like if I'm going to do a bear rug, um, and if I was probably going to do somebody else's life size bear, um, with the grease and the and the ability. for oh, the bears slip, are tough. I I will They're send tough. those to a tannery, but everything else here at, in
1: the shop we we tame ourselves which it's is like a lot my own of work. personal bears it, it, uh, and all the work is is uh basically prepping the hide yes and that's and what when i was, was going to say got that, into it i was like holy smokes like i didn't realize turning the ears eyes yeah. lips nose and you can't cut through it but you got to cut so close that yeah. you know it's it's yeah, uh, to, finally, for, yeah it, getting things thin enough and still <clears throat> i mean
0: it's a continue and, and,
1: and just you know as far as you know, you think, well, this is a lot of money, but there's a lot of work that goes yeah. into that too, and people don't understand. Just fleshing the hide can take, you know, hours yeah, for sure. And prep your hide, like get get it get it to the tax service as fast you can. Yes. Or, you know, and don't don't blame don't blame them if it's something you did or left it in the truck for three days or. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, come on, yeah, man. but I don't know. It's like it, 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 if you don't know, you don't know. So yeah
0: yeah so uh we just had uh our an interruption there so we're back on but uh welcome back yeah welcome back everyone uh yeah you know it's it's tough because a lot of people look at me like i'm crazy because there is a stigma well Jack
1: Sturmers can fix anything and uh well yeah almost anything
0: we talked yeah and yeah. we talked about it uh in the earlier podcast with luther i think that's going to come before this one but, you know it's like hey i can i can fix an armpit problem I can do there's a lot of things I can fix uh, Don Andrews who taught me most of what I know has a saying it says there's nothing that can't be fixed and that's mostly true in taxidermy. but there's there is your time and there is there is a level of quality of your mouth that is totally yeah. out of my hands like if you if you cut the armpits totally out and we have to use a short form that's fine if you're okay with it but that was your decision so that's why in the last yeah time we talked, yeah, yeah I'd rather you just bring it to, straight to me and let me cape it the way i'm going to do it yeah because uh, every tax service is different to how they do that
1: so um and it's, i always try to give them as much hide to work with yes yeah uh, I never drew drew brings plenty yeah and i usually, I usually cape the whole deer out and just bring the whole thing but leave it all because it depends on what you're going to do and you might change your mind like oh well, i wanted this form but this one might take you know some yeah. more neck or or if you want to do something else so it and it doesn't take that much longer when you're skinning your deer to do that and just do it right. No, it's just like pull it off like a saw, just go Don't halfway cut down it clear the, to the chin. Yeah, you know, it's like just just cut it right to the, the bottom of the rib cage and then just take it off like a saw. Yeah, it's not that hard, it takes a little more
0: time. Yeah, and I try to, if people are in the place where I can't do it or or right, whatever's going on, I always just say, I there's several videos I'll send, there's so many, so much information yeah. out there now, but um, you know, it's like it never hurts to just go halfway. Just the halfway point we can do any mount you want to do but yeah. i've had a few people i mean they're they're up tight where there was barely enough material yeah
1: I've seen that. to just, get yeah. it
0: onto onto a form in some forms it wouldn't have worked and so no. it's like yeah if you want a wall pedestal or a pedestal or or it takes a little more you know you get the, the it's it just doesn't part of anything. the
1: the brisket you know in that show and it's gonna but just leave a lot it doesn't take that much yeah more time. and true
0: story i had a guy uh too there's gonna be funny stories and, and again i'm not slamming anybody but it's, it's my job to take care of problems but yeah. it is it is also yeah. the customer's responsibility that there are consequences if something goes wrong and you didn't Personal do your part you know that's just all there is to it life, yeah. i can't make uh, i can't make material appear where it disappeared so right but uh i had a guy bring me one time he brought me uh, a deer uh during youth season for the kid that he was part of i think some kind of church ministry which was cool and they were bringing the kids deer and get mounted but he brought me this huge bag and then we talked all night and then he left he had cut uh the four legs with like there was still meat on the like the haunch meat those hawks yeah yeah though like on all four legs he caped the entire animal so that that might be an extreme that maybe we That's don't, a little extreme. We yeah. might not need that much. No. But uh
1: and then a, And then everyone's like, Well make up your money. Yeah. Do you want it perfect or what do you have? Yeah. And I will say oh, I, so he just rolled it down then cut it off at the joint and left you the hawks and the, the yeah. gloves and everything. Yeah. Oh, at least you had
0: everything. I had everything, yeah. So yeah. it was it was funny. But yeah. and then the other uh, I have been fortunate. I've actually only ever had one deer slip a little bit and i covered it. it was actually one of yours i think it was mine <laughs> it was yours yeah. and to this day i don't know the reason why
1: but it you know, happens we've it's, done over yeah. it, it it happens there's nothing you know they get a little bit bacteria there or something like yeah you know, like something because it, it was hot that, that year was hot yeah that was well, it was a season very hot kill year. and it yeah, was, an was both season that year i mean in december i think it was in the 60s that year yeah that so whatever like, happened was it was it was hot yeah 20 that was a 22
0: I think 21 on that it one. was 21 yeah. yeah yeah it was
1: so and remember that uh rifle season was warm yes that the year, whole year was like warm. This, it was really warm yeah and that yeah. That, that, that can have, but bears are the worst like, but we still know, got it we still got like, it covered but
0: it yeah that yeah. was fine but honestly no, I, you can't tell you know i'm not trying to knock on one because i don't believe in that stuff but i've, I've mounted now hundreds of whitetails never had one slip fully right. like actually right. had a problem so
1: i was uh, that's you know and so but i don't a lot know so what do you think about this do you think it's because you know, most of your most of the game you take in is is local. So, like the problems we had out west, I mean, these guys are coming from Wyoming, Yes. It's clear to Cali. It's and it's, that thing's been in the truck, and then you go from, you know, I literally hunted Wyoming in the middle of October. It was ten below zero. We they got four feet of snow. It was one one of the worst winters. We were leaving as that storm came in and it was brutally cold we get to california and it was 98 degrees yeah and if that thing's in the back of your truck yeah and oh, you no like way. stop at a gas no station way. and then you're tired when you get home i'll i'll drop it off tomorrow and that's when you run into problems so yes. maybe you know luckily well, a lot of the the deer mountain are, are close not that that i think that's don't a big leave part it in of it
0: day. i i will say and so uh the only other customer that was ever close and we we did save it but uh he was in Oklahoma where it was super hot oh yeah and and so this is what people don't understand bacteria grows in moisture moisture is your enemy oh yeah it that, is that's... if you're going to be 10 days out from your taxidermist if you want that deer to survive you have really got two options you either need to be educated to the level that you can cape it fully turn and flesh and salt it yourself right or you need to get it into a freezer sitting in a cooler
1: is, is not going to work
0: cuz it doesn't matter that it's no. cold after it, a while moisture, moisture wins yeah and uh that's just how it works and i did have uh i will say i had an antelope personally antelope are very fickle they're oh yeah they're yeah, it's they're a different followed, it's a totally air, different hairstyle yeah, follicle yeah. all of it. Yeah. and one of my own personal antelope actually um i handled everything right but when i got home and i mounted it uh something came up and i left the shop and it was still soaking wet and they have that long hair and it retained moisture yeah and it was two days before it was mounted but it was two days before i turned the fan jumped. on oh because I had been in, it was one of those right. deals and it was my own antelope. So sometimes you can right. be a little bit more like, well, it's my own, whatever, I'll come back. And hair fell all down the back. So I actually did a hair transplant from another right. taxidermist, had some. And I, and I was able action. to recover. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I know, but if it was a customer's, I would have been, just been absolutely, yeah. I don't know
1: what I would have done. But, um, you know, what you can do too is if you have a cooler with, you know, nothing else, you throw the cape in it throw a piece of cardboard over the top, and find some dry ice. Yes. Throw it, but keep cardboard in between there. Yes. It might freeze it a little bit, but it'll be fine. Yeah, and that's what I tell people is yeah. even if – Dry ice is actually hard to find, but if you can, and
0: it – it, 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 Yeah. Yeah, and, and even, I even do this with meat. I don't like washed out – I used to soak meat in ice water. And that, that's a local thing a lot of people do, but yeah, I like to keep – I always keep my plug out at all times. Yeah, like i want that meat to stay red and cool i don't want yeah. it to be just swamped with water yeah i do and, i do that also. and, uh, and yeah. change it out and just yeah. keep that plug going and the same for your cape it's like get it into air it out like if you freshly cape it and it's got all that heat still emanating from it oh get that heat out it, of it give yeah. it 30 minutes to yeah. an hour to yeah. air out even if it is warmer where right. you are and then uh, i would even say just fold it in half if you have got a big cooler and put it in a plastic bag then but bed it directly on the ice or yeah, keep a, even above, right, but right. keep that plug in the cooler. Don't let moisture build up around it. Don't let that bag get full of water. Um, that's a huge part of it. So I've been fortunate, uh, and I don't know how this happened, but a guy brought me a deer in 2020, and in my first like official year in business here. And his son had killed the deer, and it was he was really excited about it. And he goes, "I was kind of excited because I had just killed my." best deer this it was gun season week the main season right and uh, so it was the second weekend and he goes well I killed one and I it's been it's at the house and I'd like to I think I want to get it mounted too and I said okay sounds good and I said well well uh, is it cape and he goes uh, kind of and I go what do you mean kind of well it's sitting on the shop floor and it had been you know they they'd taken their meat but he had he had rough caped it up to the head and it had been on the shop floor for five days oh, in Lord. 60 70 degree weather
1: and wow that's a miracle of i that. went there's no way and i just there's said no man way.
0: i don't think i don't think it's going to survive but he but he was really insistent he said can you please just give it a, try. a shot yeah. so i said just bring it and i'll tell you i'm like this is probably going to be a european mount or a slip. spare yeah. you know, cave yeah. so i walk over the eyes were just sunk in and it has uh, everyone that's a hunter knows there's a certain smell that starts it's not it, a rotten yet but it's it a, gets weird. a
1: little bit of a yeah and i thought a little bit I'm, of minty but I was
0: yanking on the hair, and wouldn't it wasn't. Come out. It wouldn't come out. I was trying to make it come out, huh. and I go, "Okay, we'll give it a shot." So that night, the only thing I did in that case was, for the sake of that cape, even though it was going to get, you know, I keep it. I keep an order right. list. Your deer is coming back to you in the
1: order that you brought it to me, unless which it, I love because that's fair. Yeah, and there's well, been there's some always years, circumstances or whatever.
0: There's been years like where the time I did. I kids slipped you, you know,
1: an, an extra hundred bucks. Yeah. Oh man, I'm starting just rumors. I'm just, there's been years
0: and but i always advertise it i'm going to put kids first at times yeah um, Yeah. which i'll never apologize for that because we keep our turnaround time pretty short anyway
1: but no you have a good that and that's another reason why i take everything here is the turnaround time so i i don't know in the world i came from most tax numbers are two to three years out yeah and guys i mean you don't you get you don't want to wait that long but that's what it is you know it's still yeah you know and, and i think you wait two or three years, and the appeal of it kind of goes away. When you pick it up, you're like, you know, you're still yeah, excited. Yeah, I think it hurts financially too. By then, you're like, yeah, yeah,
0: you know. And yeah. I don't know. I I will say I've learned in the taxidermy world. If you're the guys around here that are that take that long, have been doing it a long time, and they're good, and that's why they have their back they're yeah. up. Yeah. And and I don't consider myself the greatest, but I feel like I put out a good product now. And I'm That's trying to keep product. my business model is always going to be to try to keep things
1: within a year, right? Just because I've seen what the frustration does to a customer. So, um, it, yeah, and it's and it's understandable. But then if you don't understand, you know, a lot of taxidermists <clears throat> work two jobs. You know, it's not their main yeah. job. So, um, and it's
0: always been that way for me too. Yeah. You know, so.
1: And then like, you know, one of my close friends was a taxidermist and he, I think John's probably ten years older than I am. But that that can cause a problem too. Like, hey. And you know, I I, I was in the uh, body shop business forever, and you could trade paint work. And I, I painted his boat trailer and some stuff, and I traded him for a, a really big pig I'd killed. And uh, he had it for nine years. Mm. Yeah, I'll get to it, but I wasn't like, yeah, whatever, because you know, yeah. <clears throat> so, and I, have, I ended up bringing I him a mule friends. buck, and I'm like, hey, just mount this instead. I had it in like two months. You know, yeah. He he did a European on the the skull and. But uh yeah, that's funny. But he worked he worked full time and he had a you know you know, high stress job or whatever. He did great work. But I, he's retired now and he only he actually only does like some high end customers now. Yeah. He can pick and choose, but he's that good. You yeah. Know? I've seen the work he's, he's that very good. good. So and uh yeah, so and that's and, and 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 that's not what the average guy's looking for like me. I'm looking for a guy like you that can turn it over, it's great work and it's in your house in a year, you know, or yeah. six and, months.
0: And or, I will say I'm within the longest yet i've kept them out is eight and a half months and so right. i've always tried to stick to nine months now this year uh well, i mean we're going for broke we want to make a we want right. to go for a big volume of business this year yeah but i'm still going to keep it within i mean the goal is we're keeping everybody right. within the year i mean you better get your deer back before deer season starts the next year that's my goal and i'm not saying that arrogantly
1: because i know life happens and anything and like all the but tax numbers that you, are
0: backlogged there's yeah. a reason why it's because
1: they're good yeah. and they, they had a lot of work and I, and I think too like some of those guys have been doing it for 25 years they get burned out on it it's their second job you know they're usually they're getting into that stage of their life where their house is pretty much paid for you know they don't they're just not hungry and they just don't they do great work but they're not you know into it anymore yeah where you just got into it so you're like yeah it's i could do a ton of these. Yeah, Which and I, I mean it. It's and that's it's, just a fact job of life job with anything. You're yeah, gonna get, that's, you know, yeah,
0: totally. there's totally. times where you're like, I'm mounting a deer, and it's like, I mounted a deer two days ago, and I'm mounting uh, yeah, uh-huh. another
1: deer. But I don't know and, about you, but the finished product, regardless if I painted twenty fish or ten or the finished product when you're done, that's uh, a for me is like you just go, wow, that's my. But I'm that part. guy that mows his lawn and go, man, that looks good. You turn around like I, you know, it looks great. You know, there's No weeds or whatever. The finished product if you could yes. focus on that is where you go wow that looks great and that's what i always and, say and then or and then one will come out exceptional like wow i'm really good yeah then you do the next one like, i really fought this one it looks and
0: good and some deer people don't realize you know, until you do this yourself every animals different. every deer every, every white tailed deer is different you think a deer is a deer they have blonde foreheads they have dark foreheads we're like here in the wall in the shop we've got all sizes a couple customers left over yeah. from last year that haven't picked up their deer yet but right. um but uh and then some, my own deer that's on there, they're man. all a different color you know and yeah and sometimes yeah. A, and sometimes a deer is i've seen some deer that were legitimately ugly yeah just totally different yeah. i mean as far as their whole coloring and all that stuff right but there's some of those deer they come together in you know again your mountain all the same way
1: but uh but you don't the, the color the the nose the how far apart their eyes are it's all different some yeah. of them look like aardvarks you know yeah yeah or, you know and they're like that's an ugly deer but that's what he looked like but the f- and yeah. that's what i want back i don't want you know when i get the deer back from you i can look at the photo and look at the deer and go that's that's the same deer. yes yeah it's that's not, the goal. you know the eyes aren't too far apart or the you know what i mean it's like no that's that's what that buck looked like yeah. when i killed him and that's what I want back. If it was the ugliest buck in the world, and he had a ward under his eye, I want that on there. Yeah, I just you know, did a. I just you did know, a podcast. And, and other people look at it and go, Man, "That's that's not a good mount." And you go, well, "Hold on a second, did you see what the deer looked like?" Yeah, like it has nothing to do with this work. Actually, that's great work because it looks exactly like an ugly deer. Yeah, yeah. I just and I a, had to work at it to make it look like an ugly deer. Did you see that deer? Yeah.
0: I, uh, we were calling it the zombie deer that I had in here. I, I kept so. it. I kept it in the back. And we just did a podcast. It'll be episode three if, for those that haven't listened to it yet. It was Blake Jackowitz. And he's huh. he's a cool guy. He brought this deer into me last year on opening yeah. night. It was horrendous. Spots missing from fighting. This deer guy. had the worst cape I've ever seen in my life. And he said, well, let's try to. Because I'm all about. I love it when people say, you're like, it's got a split ear. It's got this. I want to keep it that way. I'm like, yeah. yes. Because that's what the deer was. But I'll fix whatever somebody wants to do.
1: Right. it's like i so, love that
0: this thing's a warrior but we were looking at it and and he's like well if we can fix a few things and i i bet i put i cut out and did micro i bet over 50 stitches in this deer and wow. even afterwards it still just looked like it'd been run through the ringer
1: and the i you know as a
0: taxidermist you're just paranoid i never put the pictures on facebook because yeah. people just go oh man that taxidermist did it it." it's like no that's the way the deer was there's nothing yeah. i could do and and uh, and to me, I was just like, I don't know. I don't know if Blake's going to be okay with this. Yeah. And he came in. He's like, it looks just like him. Yeah. I'm so excited. And I'm like, I'm so glad. That's all that matters to me. Yeah. It I, looks it, like what you wanted. I even had a, I was able to use a form that it had a busted nose on the bridge. And this form the, has a very good pronounced Roman nose right. to it. And it just matches. I mean, it was matches just like, oh, yeah. I love that stuff. And that's another thing. Form companies, people do not talk about it there's a couple of real famous ones we won't name names yeah but everybody thinks well you need to use a blah of blah, blah. well sometimes no there's a lot of things on the to play. yeah your deer those forms are based off deer a lot of times in those states that they yeah. come from they're different shapes sizes southwest missouri you um, couldn't
1: be more right because my friend that's been doing it for gosh, she's been doing it for probably close to forty years now he has his own for different states yeah and like who's deer and that like he'll make but he also does use the name brand forms on, yeah, on a certain. And sometimes like, you oh, have oh, to, because he can eyeball. He goes, no, this would look really good on that. And yeah, that's and just experience. If I'm going to mount a right,
0: Havolina, uh, and I've done a few now, yeah, I've got to use the one major brand. That's the only option. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and I've and I've have used a couple for different Havelina that I've done, but I've been fortunate. I've got to mount some crazy stuff in the last few years, but. Um, but I've I've shot I've been using in the last couple of years I use uh, Ozark Woods made right in Harrison Hill yeah. Harrison or Harrisonville I always forget, but uh, Arkansas, um, but there Harrison it's they're, Harrisonville, Harrison, yeah, yeah. Harrison yeah Harrison. Up up the north. yeah Harrisonville yeah the road, yeah I'm not good with no me too bass. like I had to think about but that. you know they those deer were sculpted off of the pose of deer of here. here yeah and so I've used them for most of the mounts I've ever done but I've also been using uh, Ben Mears forms i'm a fan of them as well right and they also and a big key is nose width man there's a lot of these forms they look great but they've either got some weird neck shape to them or they've got this uh, really some wide weird nose. facial
1: stuff or right. a really
0: skinny little nose or and, skinny
1: like our problem was the um, black tail so you had east side and west side so the west side of california are true black tail according yeah. to Boone and crockett and pope and young yep which is total BS because Yeah, who can tell the well, genetic Well, the the mule deer had would migrate in the valley back since the beginning of time, and so did the blacktail. So they're all inter they're all, brain. yeah. But that's the way it is. But you take an Oregon
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: you take an Oregon blacktail, they have a shorter nose and a really wide nose. Yep. And then you get further south into like northern California and that and they have more of a, you know, they did, still have the, kind of the bigger Roman nose, but their nose is not near as wide. Yeah. They have a skinnier, you know, basically mouth. It's not quite as wide as those. So it's, it, you got to get the right form. I, right? I, I had I It's that, tough, yeah. or you got to alter
0: the one you have, which can be. I tougher. had a challenge with, uh, yeah. uh, so Drew brought me his dad's, his dad killed this whopper of a blacktail deer in what's the 70s?
1: Yeah. Uh, I think it was 82. And i it, thought it was 79 but i just <laughs> i just gave it to him because so i was supposed to have it to him you had it finished and yeah yeah plenty of time but yeah he
0: killed it in, i think 82 yeah, yeah. it's so, a dandy big forking horn like a monster huge i mean this deer it was sitting in a lot of people were like what on earth it's a blacktail too. it was a black tail, Real deal. It, yeah. but i ordered uh i knew not to use oregon but to use in the company and that's you know again it was a learning experience but it was a it was a whopper of a deer he sent me a pretty good sized cape Yeah. And, uh, but still things didn't fit perfectly. Had to do some messing around to get, and, and, uh, you know, there's still things you always, every mount, you look at things to change and do and all this stuff. But it was, I was like, yeah, I can see the, the forms forms. And, and I, and so that's what I'm saying. There's, I've had people specifically request form companies and I'll do whatever a customer wants to do. Um, now if you want something really expensive, we're going to, we're going to have to talk about price on that, but yeah. uh, Or you got to
1: talk them into the right, you yeah, because like I've I've ate the like, cross like I've done before, like that's not gonna. Yeah, not gonna and be I be happy with and that. And you try, you know. Yeah. Um. But
0: anyway, but I've I've set on a couple of that for Southwest Missouri deer. Yeah. Work really well, and yeah. there there is something to that, you know. So. Um.
1: Well, the first one I brought you. Uh. Man, that was a pretty cape. It was during yes archery, early season. Beautiful cape. But it looks just like that buck, like the the forms like you're using. Yep. Like I looked at that one was the first biners I ever used. Yeah, and it's perfect. It had the perfect nose, perfect eye width, like and and it looks just like the the picture of the buck. Yeah, I I was actually really happy with that mount. It's a that's a great uh, that's a pretty cape. Real short hair too, which makes the shorter the hair, it's the tougher because it 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 shows accents, every flaw the deer every has, yeah. and if you make a yeah. hole you are yeah. working hard to- luckily the first bear that the uh, my buddy helped me mount had just great big long hair so you can hide yep it, it oh looks yeah good. I, that's the one i had in the store down there oh the yeah yeah. yeah and
0: like uh, there, antelope yeah. man antelope have oh. a lot of mercy with an antelope yeah unless it's right here in the front of the face of the chin somebody the chin does stuff, something yeah. there that's short short white hair and there is no i don't know maybe i can go antelope hunting with someone i know i wish i could go antelope hunting now that's another story we talked about in the first podcast i I can't even draw a tag
1: yeah Yeah. plus the winter kill was rough
0: last year yeah like you you know california
1: finally got a winner and then nevada it poured into that and then colorado um i think my uncle's in nevada right now but he didn't even uh he didn't even burn any points or buy a tag in Colorado. He said it was going to be rough here. Oh, okay. that and uh, they hunt Southern Wyoming on the border. Okay. And they went last year, which what's Wyoming season on deers a little earlier? August rifle, 15th for archery. But it was rifle. So it's in it's October an early, 1st. yeah, October. So it's not like you're getting into November and there was so much snow. They couldn't even get around. My goodness. Yeah. They, they shot some decent bucks and kind of got out of there. It was so miserable. You couldn't. They didn't have snowmobiles or anything so it's like they, he said you couldn't even get around it side by side and that's southern southern wyoming they got so much snow through there yeah just south of rock springs or something I don't know. huh they, but yeah. so yeah that's that's going to be a tough region even for antelope i guess yeah <clears throat> but antelope they're very forgiving and they're just beautiful i mean <laughs> it's the best meat that's my favorite meat it, it is uh, i will that's, i will not give antelope favorite. away and a guy that went on uh, a ranch and. I think that one in Colorado, and he could shoot like three does or something back. This back in the day, and he would give me a whole antelope. The meat, because he had some. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'll take that. I'll take. I'll pay. I'll buy your tags. Like I, I want that meat. Like it's that good. Yeah,
0: I had a uh, a close friend, uh, Sean Hamby. He's supposed to be all these years. He's always giving me a hard time because I've got a lot of friends that want to go antelope hunting, yeah. and uh, I've been trying to cycle through who I can, you know, get going on a year. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Sean. Uh, All these years have been like, put me on the list, put me on the list. Finally, he's like, Ethan, I'm serious, put me on the list. So I'm like, okay, you're on the list this year, we're going. And of all the years, we we didn't draw tags. (laughs) But Sean, the reason he did it, he's man, he is all about uh, wild game. And he, um, I usually end up getting a couple deer to him in the year. Yeah. And but I, one year I had a guy that just the smell of sage on the antelope or something really just kind of put him off. So he goes I don't I don't want it and I called Sean I said Sean just tried out and Sean wanted to hunt because he wanted I want to meet me and,
1: and I'm with him that's yeah and I I want to kill one too and it's it was funny we just made the trek back from California back to Missouri here and it's a you, you can hunt I think all over these states south of I80 and north of I80 and you know you got to hunt hard for a big buck all you got to do is drive down 80 i saw two that were probably 16 17 inch right by the road yeah but it's like you see them like holy but you're not going to see that out there unless you really in that yeah weird? it's yeah. like right by the road it's like you know you're like holy look at that one look at that one so i, yeah, I have a friend that's, that's it, it but it gets me like you don't even thought about it in a while and i'm like oh i gotta go. So yeah you see I know. right by the road and uh i mean there was one one herd there they there was probably 11 bucks piled up with oh my goodness probably 50 does and they were all because i which is kind of funny because they got a lot of water this year yeah so there's water everywhere which with if you know antelope hunting. if yeah. you get close to the that water in the desert yeah yeah so but I, it was shocking to see them piled up like that not spread out because i know there was a big winter kill yeah and uh there was water everywhere well we it rained i mean through I think we got more rain through Nevada than we did Nebraska. Yeah. How does that work? It I never know. rains in Nevada. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, except for if you wanted antelope. <laughs> Probably. Or yeah. go lion hunting. Yeah, no, Actually, yeah. that was Utah. My brother went, took his dogs to Utah one year, and uh, they got a flash flood, and the dogs were on the other side of the, the oh, my desert goodness. there. They had one going, and they couldn't even get to them. I mean, mm. you're talking. They had to go back, I think, the next day and find the, find the dogs. The water was so bad my goodness yeah it yeah. flash floods I mean, it's a desert you get you yeah. know, all your rain in 10 rains, minutes it's... and that's it yeah see and that's one thing you got to be careful out there too i mean you never if you hunt a different area you got to pay attention yeah because that you know we, we don't think about stuff like that
0: and that's something i've i'm dying to try is even i'd like to kill uh you know everyone that knows me knows my uh, i think you and i are kindred spirits about predators we just love yeah. predators yeah. overall my of course my <clears throat> biggest my 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 big goal in life is—I really want to kill—and I don't even care if it's an inland brown bear or if it's a coastal grizzly yeah. or a Kodiak Island. I mean, that's something I, to do. That's my yeah. dream with a bow. I mean, it's, that's 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 going to be the thing when I go. Yeah, and you I know the guys I know like those are the
1: same texture I'm talking about. He killed an eleven-footer, man. it's a great story? Um, but he said, and he's hunted all over. He's killed huge bull elk with his bow, which is super exciting, man. We never even seen the videos, but he said that's something to do. He said this isn't something i would do every year like mule deer hunt or whatever but he said this is maybe this is a reason why but the experience it's tough to kill a bear that big and it's exciting yeah. and it's but he it, it he said yeah it's a different it's a different hunt but it's one you know that he was sought after and he went and did it he's like it was amazing like, yeah it's an like, adventure yeah that's what it's all about but i've never for the adventure i've <clears> never I never got to hunt over hounds. I never even got to raccoon
0: hunt. You know, so, that's a
1: huge thing. you know, the funny thing about hound hunting is I, I always, I grew up deer hunting and trout fishing. I did a little bit of bird hunting. We pheasant hunted a little bit, and I had an opportunity with my buddy's neighbor, who's like my dad's age, you know, this is, but I'm talking, this was in the 90s, yeah. so I think Joe was in his probably 50s, probably my, this guy was an absolute animal, like he was in the union, like labor union. He was just ripped.
0: You couldn't oh, okay. keep up
1: with this guy. I mean, he was amazing. So he's like, hey, I need. you always need shooters when you have hounds because you can't, if you use your tag, you can't carry a gun. You can still bear hunt with your hounds, at least back then, it's all oh, okay. outlawed now, but you couldn't carry a gun. And I'm like, no, you need a gun. So you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. So I go, who would want to go shoot a bear out of a tree? What kind of a I, don't, I don't see the appeal of that. Well, it's not, it has nothing to do with that, it's all about the hounds. Like, you, you don't go win the Kentucky Derby with the horse you bought from your neighbor. Yeah. I mean, these guys have hours, and you got to rode them every day. And it's the whole sport of go try to find a bear in the woods. Yeah. You know, that's half the battle. So, my, my little brother, who's, um, he ended up, he, he was, a, I ended up giving my dogs to him. Long story, uh, when I, I had two kids, and he was three times the hunter I was, and, and, and Joe and him. But he went first. He was like 16, and he goes, "You got to do this. Really? You got, you got to. You won't even believe this." So I, I said, "Sure." So I, I got a tag and went, and never looked back. I could care less to do. So my, my dad always gave uh, Joe a hard time. He's like, "Yeah, you ruined two of the best deer hunters in the country. You know, now that all they want to do is bear hunt." So yeah, you were ruined for deer hunting from there. You couldn't even. Yeah, pretty much. It's a, and it's a different world it's a totally and you could hunt almost year-round you know with back and you could train yeah because it's about the dogs it's not about It's you all about the dogs it and, and it's it I, I was i was very fortunate to get in with a, you know a group of, or two houndsmen that were legit they didn't have some walker dogs i think it's walker dogs but uh, we ran plot hounds and there was a reason for that and we got in with guys that caught bears you didn't look for dogs all weekend i got every you. once in a while you did i don't know a thing about it so i'll just go yeah i mean this. you. you it, so can you imagine yourself in the middle of the woods there's nobody for miles and you turn loose a bunch of dogs you have to go find. Them? that's what it's all about they're gone yeah they're in the you you can hear them for a while and then of course you ran tracking collars but that's a guesstimation <clears throat> the technology wasn't wasn't great back yeah. then. It, it was it was somewhat reliable but now with the gps and all that i mean now you it's more legitimate yeah. right which they outlawed those which was totally that's if, if you care about animals and you don't want to put a stress on your dogs or the bear in a tree or whatever get to them as fast as you can that's the most yeah that, makes, that just and, makes sense in you know so like, i don't know why i didn't of that, sense. that again why do you yeah, this is know. why you live in missouri now. yeah exactly
0: right? yeah. exactly so we 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 are fortunate this state yeah we are people you... come i don't know people complain a lot and it's okay i mean everybody has opinions but we can all have opinions but we have a we have it pretty good in missouri with our hunting abilities yeah we do at the end of the we day We really do and really even a lot of our regulations people act like man we got you know and it's like honestly having yeah. hunt, i've been fortunate to hunt several places and we're we're setting pretty nice
1: yeah it know? is it's a and it's a good state and uh, you know i feel like i uh, i don't I, I feel like the the law enforcement is um on your side here you know coming from california they don't even want you in the woods they don't want you to have a gun they don't in all this yeah. beautiful country and they've gated it all off you know and you can't even so you know hunters here pay attention to that before you know, it's gone. Yeah, and and it. I guess you have to see it to believe it. Because I've I've told some folks in in Missouri, like some of the stuff they do, and they're like, well, they can't do that. I'm like, oh, they are. So pay attention to your state, which you know, and your in your conservation programs and that to make sure they're not getting you know a little on the liberal side. Yeah. And the, uh, you know, which I haven't run into that here at all. Any, any the two times I've dealt with law enforcement, you know, they were great. There was no problem. Yeah. To well, where you were a target back there especially if you had a dog box if you ran hounds i mean you were the devil and it's like well why like what yeah well they know? just don't understand well for example well they have they have an agenda so and they you know you start you know houndsmen aren't the houndsmen don't have the money that ducks unlimited has so they were an easy target and we were and they squashed it no one even helped us like none of the the you know you got your deer foundations and elk and they're just like no one helped us no one even yeah. came, and it was it was very
0: disappointing which bear hunting has always had a stigma i mean that's yeah. uh i'm the same as you i uh i have on the it, other it, it was an easy
1: target because you no, know, it's you know like yeah I like well people people not,
0: have uh they have humanized bears because of i mean th- it's that's our race it's yeah. the teddy yeah. bear it's the it's Winnie the poo it's all that stuff you think and honestly if you don't experience it like if you get on youtube some guy is sitting over a bait pile, and, and uh, this big bear comes lumbering up. He shoots it. And you think, well, what was that all about? The bear was just, you're just going to eat. There's no, mine his own business. There's no, yeah, you almost think if you didn't know the context, you'd be like, man, why'd you have to bother that bear? Right. And yet, and, and I always knew I wanted to take one bear, and uh, just, I want to experience bear right. hunting. And I went to, uh, 2014, went to Maine on a baited hunt. I sat there for five nights, I think. And i read i think three or four books and yeah, yeah. had on pins and needles the whole time just yep. and found out they walk quiet they creep in most of them walk quiet not all of them the biggest I one i, I ever killed do... came in like he was a moose he didn't yeah, well me. he just didn't care right? yeah he yeah. didn't care i'm the king of the jungle I'm but yeah exactly yeah. but but the others the first one he came in and when i shot i remember when he started walking in i shook so hard never <laughs> I, I mean too. i i had a bad shaking problem new to hunting with any deer encounter you know but the, day, the over day i it. quit
1: shaking is probably the day i quit hunting you know, yeah yeah I, I still get, get excited i love it like it's
0: but i had to do the airplane thing and stick my head between my legs oh, while wow. the bear was coming in it was so dense i could get away with this i had yeah. to hang the bow back up and i went ethan you spent a lot of money on this Just, yeah you <laughs> <So> i <literally, laughs> that was my money <laughs> that was my motivating factor and yeah, I, I calmed yeah. down and i used that was a compound bow in that hunt and i drew and i had to thread the needle for like a six inch hole maybe four inches through the through the pines the foliage, to get him because yeah. he yeah. he caught my wind and he was going to leave and this was going to be my chance for the week so i and i got him and that death and not moan, seeing
1: something makes it even more like oh, yes man, like i don't yeah
0: and it, it was a hundred pound bear but it was <clears throat> just yep. he he did the death moan he went a short distance he died fast but just i i shook for a solid hour yeah i just couldn't stop and i went i this isn't a one-time thing I'm nope. going to hunt bears for the rest of my life. Yeah, And I've, I've been fortunate. I've taken four now. And I in uh, 2019, I killed um, that really big one. Same thing when I shot him. Uh, I got to shoot him with a recurve bow at six yards. It was cool. Oh, that's close. And when I did, uh, same thing. I, I remember I fooled myself. I was so hyped up. I got down out of the tree stand. I could see him laying there. He'd only gone 25 yards. And I actually backed out and went to my truck, and I was eating uh, those tuna cracker kits you can buy at yeah. like Dollar General. Yeah, I remember. Don't always jail. forget. I was shaking so hard I was missing my mouth. I couldn't. I couldn't eat. I was hey, so... when I quit
1: doing that, I'll quit hunting. Yeah, like yeah. Say, That's that's, a, that's what it's about. And
0: you know, it's serious when I can't eat. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. yeah.
1: Well, you said that. I was be... waiting
0: for you to yeah. do that. Nah, but, I'm
1: not gonna but, a cheap shot you.
0: Yeah. yeah, so the bears, but uh, but anyway. you know
1: that also like the get back a little bit to the. Hound yeah, thing. I was gonna say I want. They hear... don't always treat like okay. you don't always treat a bear. I've killed a lot of bears on the ground, and that's when. You talk about up close and personal, where in in you i could tell stories but unless you were actually there you know i've had the hair stand up on my neck for a good hour after you know something crazy went down so that the west side we hunted was miserable country it was all chemish like brush which is a really greasy brush and it's very thick and you can't even crawl through half of it but that barrel go through it like a freight train and that country is straight up and straight down it's like some of that you can't even walk up but it's so steep Man. so it but if you want to kill a true 400 pound bear 500 pound bear that's where they yeah. are tons of feed it, no one bothers them yeah they don't know? hibernate so,
0: in California do they no they do on the, okay
1: they, not not it's weird it depends on the winter you get but they they do and it's they hibernate for two months yeah month and a half so not I guess not really they din up you know yeah because that's you know,
0: a very interesting uh I've I, i've kind of got a personal goal now that i'm so obsessed with bear hunting i want to experience it every way you can right as far as you know hounds also in spot and stock and yeah i also want to uh, uh which i I killed one technically by spot and stock um, right but uh, uh i want to try all the different states because there's such a what am i trying to say a resilient animal all across the nation yeah i think they i want to say i might be misquoting they think there's like 40 states that you can hunt bears in now because they have a huntable
1: population could be you know what i'll tell you what california is one of the top states yeah they are there is bears everywhere yeah like the last time which because they've mismanaged their deer herd is in horrible shape yeah um they haven't out you know start not some start knocking them back your deer will come back yeah but y'all know nature will take care of it well what they don't understand is where all of you live in the valley that's where all the deer used to winter yeah so now they've you took lost their home their, away you you have taken their home away but that wasn't hunter's fault that was you right and now you have this huge population of bears and cats and deer. Yeah. so my buddies yeah. went archery hunting backcountry and uh, marble mountains i believe which is really remote that's on the uh Cascades, like it's on the other side of the, it, it's technically the west side, but you're just south of Oregon. It's beautiful country. Yeah. And they saw, I think they saw 13 bears and two deer. So if you want to wow. archery hunt, spot, and stock, that is, it's yeah. tough getting in there. That, that, and the uh, Yolo Bullies, that last time I was in there, we saw a bunch of bears, and only a couple
0: deer. I wow. That.
1: But that's a, California's a great state for bears. Yeah, and that's that and turkeys. Turkeys are just. Drew everywhere. keeps
0: trying to get me, and I'm it's like, man, I, one of these days I'm going to take him up. and Say, hook me up with the right people. Let's do it.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh, it, archery still is um, it's good there. It's really good. You're yeah, bear hunting. Yeah, you can do it. Which I mean, you know, archery hunting, you got to get close, and bears are super smart. I mean, they wind you or whatever. Yeah, it can yeah. be really. They've got incredible it, noses. It, if you kill anything with the bow, I mean, Mike my hat's off to you because archery is tough like you can't um you to practice all the time you gotta be you can't shake like i do when i shoot a bow yeah i get too close and stalking a bear is no joke like they're super smart um but i don't i don't know if things have changed because no one really bothers them anymore over there so it might be easier yeah I don't know. But, but back to but what you also I said about the stick one with an arrow, you could get in yeah, trouble
0: if you make a bad shot. Now
1: I yeah, will say seen, if I've, you hit a, a bear, good. They're the, they're like oh, the, the easiest are... animal in the world to kill. I mean, right. they
0: just die like lights out. I mean, they're just. But if you don't, if you hard don't
1: to kill,
0: <laughs> if you don't, yeah, I, I uh, yeah, there's the stigma. That's what I was gonna say. People think it's just this bear lumbering around and all that stuff. They got the best nose. Their nose beats a deer all day
1: long. And also, a bear can
0: see color. Yeah. Now they they are Huge difference. They do have the tiniest eyes you've ever seen. They got yep. twelve millimeter eyes. In yeah, yeah. they have mean, and they they are. It's a little easier. It's kind of like hogs. You could, that's what makes them stockable is their yeah. eyesight. eyesight. They can't see color, but they're not paying as they're not as they don't have that same degree of vision that like a. All right, look at uh, a deer's eye. Well, that a deer or an, an antelope animal. or elk has. You know, uh, so that's their only downfall. But they have they have good ears and they have good noses, and uh, you
1: know. And they're stealthy too like say they're for a big animal they they don't make a lot of noise when they they want to
0: but i was going to say uh i kind of have a dream i'd like to try to hunt them in uh, i guess in north carolina yeah they never hibernate
1: because of the weather
0: patterns and they are killing now seven to nine hundred pound bears i mean they're just these behemoths because they never they just kept eating and they're eating they're on cornfields they're in agriculture and they're just and they're so it's just, got an easy life you know what i mean they're they are that that
1: winter and and no because you know we the, the sierra nevadas get more snow than any mountain range in the united states oh okay so the food the feed is what you're you know. so if you don't have snow for four months out of the year i bet the feed is good that's, yeah that's what it's all about
0: i bet so yeah
1: so but
0: why don't you tell us uh what's your craziest bear story with the
1: with the hounds. Oh man, we'd be here all night. Yeah, I know. I I don't know. They like um. I think that. Probably the sketchiest, sketchiest one. There, there's two. So, I used to wear glasses. I wear contacts now, but I had a period of time where I couldn't wear glasses or or I couldn't wear contacts. Um. Anyways, that's a whole other story. So my brother wears glasses also. So like going back to the west side it's all shamish brush there's no trees that's why they don't tree over there because there's no trees yeah so it's really difficult you know terrain to get around so it had rained um the night before so the we we caught this big mean bear he never ran he would just sit down and go. really come on and you saw him he just look at the <laughs> dog real patient and then he dive for one so he got in the brush where it's you know tall where you couldn't see where he was, and you take the fact that the sun's coming up, and it was it went from really California's well, oh, Missouri's kind of the same way. It'd go from really cold to warm, just like that, man. so the the all the moisture off of the vegetation was fogging up my glasses and my brothers. So uh-huh. we have this big mean bear between us, and you have like ten hounds on it, and you can't see. so oh. and it, without my glasses, I can't see and neither can my brother. So we are literally 10 yards apart trying to sneak in and kill this big, mean bear. And we couldn't, I don't know where it went, where he's, where is him? Well, I don't know. And you can hear him breathing, you can hear him. He oh. was right there, but it, that brush is so thick. And the you, the last thing you want to do is shoot one of your dogs because they're black yes. and they're brown and they're brindle. So you have this lightning dogs going back and forth and you have a, a, you know, a bear that's the same color so it, it was i didn't know where it was wh- if it was behind me in front of me and then my brother shoots and we sh- we carry pistols because it's too hard to carry a rifle yeah when you're when you're hound hunting you don't need to Like yeah you're not you're not close shooting quarters 100 yards you're shooting 20 yards up a tree or three feet from you yeah so but a 44 when it goes off and you're within eh, five yards of it you know it went off yeah and so any animal hears that and then the dogs hear it and you hear it it heightens everything and uh it it, it got out away from us he missed it and i, I didn't shoot me yeah. <laughs> no it, he, he he was shooting the other way but that was that was that was scary like it, it you could have got caught right there because i couldn't see yeah it's like being you know like your flashlight going out at yeah yeah you know, i had that happen too that wasn't as sketchy as that but they were running it back and forth and we've been chasing this little running bear forever in the foothills, and my flashlight went dead. Oh my god! And I was fat and out of shape, like I couldn't even keep up with my brother Joe. Oh I had a, a retail job, and yeah, sure I'll go. You know, and, and it was a full moon, so I'm like, yeah, you know, you can find what you got it going or whatever. And then uh got cloud cover, man. And then it got real dark, and then no flashlight, no flashlight at all. Really? Yeah. That was that. But it wasn't it wasn't as close as that and then we caught one in a uh, pile of rocks like sheer bluff but at the bottom had these big rocks it's a deer creek canyon and we were leaving like it was stuck in the rocks we couldn't get it we pulled all the dogs out had them leashed up well i snapped my pistol you know so it didn't fall out when you walk up you unsnap it because you don't know yeah what's you're for sure prepared make sure it's loaded so that's another story. But anyways, I, we were <laughs> leaving, and I was standing between these rocks, and it came out right between my legs. Right between my leg. Little bear, wasn't, luckily it wasn't a big mean one. Yeah, it came right out between my legs, and I couldn't get my pistol out because I strapped and I was so scared. I'm, like, pulling on it. I like, yeah. got 100 stories like that, but those are the two closest. Those are, that's
0: just cool stuff. Yeah. I, uh, I won't take too long, but, yeah, I, uh, I don't think I told you. The bear I killed in Idaho i uh it was just one of those things i was checking it was a do-it-yourself bait on public national national land. public grounds hard
1: to hunt man especially if you just show up and you go hey we're gonna do this yeah and it was like day five or six
0: i was the only one that had even seen a bear and uh which that could be a long story but right i was i wasn't i was actually taking the day off i was so exhausted from hunting i was taking the day off and the one guy decided he was going to go check his site and uh he said i'll drop you off so you can walk and i said yeah i guess and i walk up i was actually wearing like camo sweatpants from hanging around camp perfect and like they were like croc style shoes i mean it was the craziest story and i had my 270 and i come around the corner and there's a bear on my bait side and i just i i was just like kicking rocks down the ravine because i was using the wind currents so i was making sure wasn't you know the thermals and all that stuff so i that's half the battle too. Yeah, so but it was a steep ravine drop, you know. Those and the wind could
1: shift in that too. Yeah, just like that. So So it was
0: like instant panic. I mean, I went from calm as could be to, (laughs) and so I swing up. It was about 150 yards, and I I did. I just shot low when I got to it later. So I shoot this bear, and he started, you know, making. Bears are noisy animals. They are. They are. And it was again just like that bobcat story. Dead calm. So I could hear him breathing 150 yards away, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm waiting for the death bone, and then I realize something's wrong yeah and i'm seeing just brush moving so i'd see glimmers of black so i just went on autopilot i shot i shot that bear a lot you know i i shot and i missed yeah and uh finally it actually started heading up my side of the ravine and Mm -hmm. i shot one last time and it started it it was you know maybe i shouldn't tell this story but he was he was really making some noise and and uh I had one shell left I went, I went oh man what am i gonna do and the other guy's a few miles up the road and it's just this whole crazy thing Make it count. so i went sliding down the i don't know if i ever told you this story wow. i went sliding down you know how that rock shell is yeah i didn't mean to slide all the way down Once you get i was going trying though, to work my to way stop. down yeah and i slid yeah. and i literally slid down what it ended up being like 12 yards away from him because wow. i lost track of where he was and i when i hit the bottom i kind of recovered you know, it's not like I fell, yeah. but I, might like, got myself back together, raised my gun up, from... and he popped up 12 yards away, and I just broadside nailed him, Whack him, and he drops, and I I was out of bullets, and I just, I climbed back up the ravine, and I was on pure adrenaline at that point, Oh yeah, so I leave the gun there, and I run, I run up to the truck, was about three and a half miles, uphill, I mean, I was just, like, all hyped up. And I'm like immediately into, you know, that was when I just started taxidermy stuff. So, I'm, like, already worried about the hike and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's naturally. spring bear season, you know. So, I run, and I get uh, my pack out of the back of the guy's truck because it was weird. I'd been walking the whole trip, and the guy, the road had just opened up or something crazy that we'd been I'd been heading right. off of. So, you could walk back and forth or drive back and forth now, but I'd been walking the whole time. So, I anyway, I ran up. I got, I got my pack, and I fired. I had more shells. So i fired uh I grabbed some more shells and I fired a shot to let the guy know, uh, yeah what, what, what you know you, that right. hey, something's going on, you know, Hey, and, I got a
1: flat tire on my croc, you know,
0: yeah, something yeah, got a exactly. rock in my croc. yeah so i I booked it back <laughs> down the hill and I got down to him and and uh it ended up being again good old ground trigger, it was a small bear, but yeah it, I could ground have cared less. I've never worked so hard for an animal in my life, yeah, but when it was long story short shot uh, i I yeah. clipped him and the I shot him low, and I'd also kind of clipped him in the face once, and that's why. And, but then I, I had put a couple of good ones in him too. So, again, uh, like we talked about earlier, you, you, if you hit them good, they're going to die fast. Yeah. If you uh, are off a little, they are a tough resilient animal. But, oh, like, they, yeah. but like you're saying, that just the noises they're making, and then he just pops up in front of me.
1: I never forgot. I was like,
0: it was just autopilot. Like, I got this shot's got to count because the last one. And if one. you,
1: if you hear a bear panting or running, you making that noise. You're you close. Will never forget it. Yeah. So, we, we we were hunting uh we had, drew some colorado tags and my buddy's with me and uh i shot this buck across the canyon long story short we boned it out we're over the hill and all of a sudden i go that's a bear you could hear it coming breathing he's all no no you, you're trying to scare him i go no that's a bear i can hear him coming. yeah and if you've ever heard that which i've heard it yeah a thousand times <laughs> it's like and then he come up and the oak brush was maybe waist high and i think that was probably one of the bigger for i didn't i've never hunted colorado for bears i don't i don't think there's a lot there i don't know
0: but that was one of the i think there are black, now yeah black
1: bears i've ever seen and he comes sliding up there and he stands up like stands up on his hind legs like you see in the movies maybe 10 feet away in the oak brush but where we were at was in the ravines of the oak brush probably 12 feet tall yeah. so he had to come through that and he disappeared and stood up and oh, which i mean i had my my Three hundred and he had a, I think he's shooting a hot six. I'm like, I'm not worried. You yeah, I mean, but he is scared to death. Which I don't blame. him I, I was nervous, like. So we we I would sit there. We we had luckily we had it all boned out and in backpacks. So I go, what we're gonna do? You just walk up there and I'll watch him. And he's gonna eat this carcass. The guts are right there. Yeah, that bear bird dogged us all the way to the top. I don't know because he was claiming the carcass, mm. or he wanted the meat that we had and the carcass. But I would sit down, and he would walk up because it's just little stair steps. And then he would sit down, and I'd walk up to him, and we like scissored it all the way to the top. But I figured he would stay there and just yeah go. oh, yeah. We're good. And We good. We that. And it was weird. So we get to the top, and uh, there were some guys from Wisconsin, and I don't, I don't know what it is in the water, Wisconsin. They're all like six five, <laughs> and they'd killed an elk down there. And there was I don't know there's five or six of them. None of them had a gun. They're like, hey, how's it going? I said, well, be careful. There's a bear. And he's eating on a carcass. Where is your? They were packing the other half of that elk out, and the guy at the end of the line looks around. The he's all there's a bear down there. I go, yeah. He's like right there. Like he bird dogged us out, but he went, I know he went back to that carcass. He's all none of us have a gun, and I'm like, well, good luck. <laughs> you, got, you probably got about a half hour, maybe. He's yeah. full, I know. But it was it was funny. All those great big tall guys, and and the guy in the very end peeks around like we don't have a gun. And I'm like, well, good luck.
0: And they are they are an opportunistic animal. I mean, yeah. as far as yeah. what they, eat. so uh, you know, and they can eat anything. Which is twice the they now, survive. I've seen them eat the gut piles of other bears that I killed.
1: I've never, I've never seen that. See,
0: I always thought they wouldn't do that. Yeah, but when I killed uh, that that bear from that story I just told, yeah. we went back to that bait site, and another bear had eaten. I had gutted him on that particular situation huh. to haul him out because I ended up having to crawl up that rock slope, that steep angle, it and get a rope, and then sweatpants. I. In sweatpants That's and then tough. carry and over my shoulders. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. And uh, luckily he was a light bear for that. Yeah, no kidding. But uh um uh, anyway, the next day when I'd left my pack down there the way it had to work out. Right. When I went down where the gut pile was, there was brand new it 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 had eaten everything
1: it fresh all the gut pile
0: and yeah. there was new bear scat all around my backpack. I was like, This is insane. I
1: don't know if they do that, maybe I don't know. I didn't
0: know that, that. in Canada too, it's uh, really where good. I where I had to get that bear. Um, yeah they don't they, they don't. ate all of it within a day and a half and they were scattered. on it because i wouldn't have believed it if you didn't tell yeah me yeah about. i would never uh, seen that yeah. when we when we used to elk hunt in arizona uh twice i watched a, a bear claim a, a friend's carcass yeah and we filmed it we walked up on it and he was just he was popping his teeth at us
1: yeah that, and, and that, that's another thing if you if they start chomping their teeth you just get you need to them. be smart yeah, yeah and they're and popping those for you. yeah
0: they've got claw even black bears have good claws on them
1: well and, they have all four are razor sharp and they can bite you. So. they're
0: really not any bigger with the bigger yeah. bear. In fact, usually the younger bears have cleaner, Long, sharper, longer yeah, claws. They do, yeah. But popping that rib cage and we've kind of finally backed out. And then uh one year a friend shot one we let the cow cow elk we let it set up overnight. We came back the next morning and uh, I was glassing and kind of watching well, he was tracking. We didn't want to make too much noise. Right. And all of a sudden I hear rocks clanging. And I look and he's throwing rocks. And I knew what was going on. Bear. There were bears on his elk and he was throwing rocks at him to get him to go away. Uh, and they didn't want to leave. No. So a group of us came in and there were a couple of the guys that were with us that were on edge. Because yeah. they were afraid. And you know, I I've been fortunate to have, even at that point, at that age, I'd had a lot of experience with bears. So I wasn't I wasn't even thinking about it. But those guys that had never been around a bear were right. just like Oh man, like they're coming for us any minute because we're down in the Oak You, you know? never know. It could happen. You never know. But
1: usually that's the difference between a, what do they say? A grizzly bear and a, a black bear. You know, Nine times out of 10, the black bear will run. But a grizzly bear is coming every time. So you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bears. bears yeah. Are unpredictable.
0: My mom always, I'm praying when you, uh, mom, if you hear this story, but, uh, she's always thinks oh, i don't know why you like the bear hunt i can't sleep because you bear hunt so much yeah. i'm like mom they're they're honestly it's like a de- they're like deer i mean it's just yeah. i mean they're not like deer but as far as like if you're walking through the woods and a black bear sees you nine times the,
1: like you say the bears being around them help you know as far as you i mean you got to be cautious but the one thing that that is a sneak is the mountain lion that's the one you i gets me a little bit yeah nervous when because i we hunted uh wyoming and fresh lion tracks going through the snow in front of me and they went up on this uh kind of a rock bluff above me and he, he was up there they were a red hot track it was fresh so i knew he was there somewhere Man. but like and it, most hunters like never even see one in the wild and, and i've only seen you know without dogs i've only seen maybe three in the wild really if you know and, and I've i've covered a lot of ground deer hunting they're that stealthy. So yeah, they're, they're the only ones. I've seen that make one. Me a, I'm not afraid of them, but a little bit nervous. Like, where are yeah. they? Like, they're. they're, some... I don't know if I. Told but old you. Bear, he doesn't care. He's just cruising through the woods. or yeah. whatever.
0: I don't know if I ever told you. I I chased one when I was a I kid. You said, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I won't go into that story because yeah. we got three minutes left on that. All right. yeah, I, <laughs> but
1: I get home and uh, get the training the wiener dogs for my. Yeah, that's right. For my new business. So you can reach
0: yeah. Drew Smith, the uh, yeah. uh, wiener dog, uh, uh, bobcat wiener dog, yeah, wiener dog from.
1: Went from bearhounds to a lab to dash. That's right. So,
0: yeah. He's, and he's, I have
1: the same size of legs. I don't so.
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Just so you guys know, Drew is six foot eight.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Maybe not.
1: Divided by two.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Thank uh, you, well, Ethan. Thanks well, yeah. The thanks, man. On
1: your podcast. We'll you we'll do, do it again, too. Yeah. Because yeah. you've got I'm other deer that. I'm like me and you. Yeah, we we, we talk. talk other stories.
0: I I talk too much, but it's hard Same to do because you and I talk a lot. So I we know. just I'm just we're yeah. like talking over each other. But yeah. Like, anyway, all right. Thanks, all right, man. Thank you. We'll yep. do this again. All right. Bye.